Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you You'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This is a Lip Media Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of May Contain Traces of Soy, the podcast all about surviving and thriving on a plant-based, zero-waste lifestyle. I'm your host, Rochelle, and if you're new around here, hello, welcome to the podcast. So stoked to have you listening today. If you're a regular listener, welcome back, soybeans. <laughs> it is an exciting week this week because it is our 31st episode. So we have been at this for 31 weeks. That is since I started it back in March and I haven't missed one week. We've gone live um, with an episode every single Saturday morning. And I've just had some amazing experiences doing this podcast. I've had some wonderful people come on and be interviewed one of my absolute favorites was Harry Bowman. He was vegan for, he's still vegan now, but he's been vegan for 40 years and he runs the podcast Vegan Life. You should definitely go and check him out. Check out the episode 40 Year Vegan. Um, he was just such an inspiring, positive person. It was such a lovely episode. So I just wanted to say thank you to everyone who's been listening. It has been a really exciting journey so far. Thank you to everyone who's joined us on it, everyone who has listened from the start or come in a little bit later and listened since then, anyone who has shared the podcast, followed us on Instagram, followed us on Facebook. It's just been such a wonderful experience, guys, and I'm so, so appreciative and so grateful. If you do want to have a chat with me about the podcast, you can hit me up on Instagram. We do do shout outs on this show. So if you want to ask a question or suggest a topic, I'm totally happy to cover that. So just hit me up on Instagram or on Facebook. We are May Contain Traces of Soy. If you don't already, definitely follow us over on Instagram and on Facebook. We share all kinds of cool stuff in there. And we even have a Facebook group called Plant Based and Zero Waste Australia. So you can definitely follow along in there too. And we share interesting articles that we find, cool stuff that's happening around the place, and it's a great place to go and ask any questions as well. If you are enjoying the podcast and you want to support us, something that you can do that's really, really helpful is to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform or to leave a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. Whenever someone does this, and I really appreciate everyone who has done it so far, thank you so much, guys. But whenever somebody does do this, it really helps to push the podcast up there so that more people see it. 
and it spreads that you know non-judgmental vegan message so I'll just come up more and search for people so that they can find the podcast if you do that and I also just love to read them <laughs> it's um it's just so lovely to get feedback because obviously this is one of those artistic platforms where you don't really know the people who are listening they're out there in the world you created and put it up and you don't know how it's being received unless people let you know if they like it or if they don't <laughs> I'm very excited guys and I'm super excited because not just that it is our 31st episode but also because this is the third episode in our spooky special series of Halloween themed content. So I will be doing four episodes in total so this week obviously is the second last to Halloween and then next week I will have another Halloween themed episode and I'm really excited about that one. So this week is going to be our low waste Halloween tips. So Halloween is one of the most high volume holidays for waste. We have single use costumes, individually wrapped Halloween candies, throwaway decorations. All of this causes a lot of waste and I wanted to do an episode where we could talk about what are some of the ways in which we can reduce our waste when it comes to this holiday. If you'd like to know what else we have in that Halloween series, we did a thrifty Halloween costume um, episode last week, and that was all about how to thrift a costume from the thrift stores or the charity shops, or how to avoid buying a costume, how to shop your own wardrobe. We had lots of good tips in that one. And our first one in this series was the one about vegan Halloween candy. We went over all of the candies that are accidentally vegan, not the ones that are labeled as vegan, but the ones that you can have that just happen to be vegan. So you can offer those out to trick-or-treaters. So for this one, we're definitely going to be getting into those low-waste tips, and I'm super excited to share them with you. So obviously a zero-waste Halloween is really not very possible. <laughs> not if you're going to, you know, I guess have trick-or-treaters come around. If you're going to throw a party, it's incredibly hard to do a zero-waste Halloween. But what you can do is attempt a low-waste Halloween. I've got four different categories that I have split this holiday up into. And I have tips within each category for how to do the low-waste version. My first category is decorations. I think it's super important when it comes to decorations not to buy cheap plastic junk. I mean, if you have some of that lying around, don't get rid of it because you've got it now. You may as well hang on to it and use it as much as you possibly can. But I think it's really good if you can to shop the op shops and look for spooky or creepy kind of stuff that you can pull out at Halloween. And then you can hold on to this stuff, put it away in a box and bring it out every year and it's reusable, and it's made from real materials. It's not something that you've gone out and bought every year. You get something new and shiny and silly. Um, you know, get some real stuff that just happens to have a bit of a creepy feel. And remember that you can get kind of crafty with these things. You know, you can make your own decorations out of construction paper. You know, you can, yeah, you can sort of find a lot of really fun tutorials online. I was looking at a few today. And it just got me excited to play with some crafty stuff and make my own decorations. So I would recommend doing that. And it's a lovely thing to do with your friends or your family. It's a really fun way to do it. You can do all kinds of stuff and you can stick to things that are just a little bit better for the environment in general when it comes to your decorations. 
So making stuff out of construction paper, like little, you know, bats that you can put up on strings, little pumpkins, all that kind of stuff. You can do little silhouette stuff like a creepy hand and then, you know, stick that onto a lamp that you've already got. You can do all kinds of clever little stuff like that. You can also go really eco-friendly and do a lot of fresh flowers, a lot of gourds and pumpkins, and those can all be put into your compost when you're done which means that, you know, you're not going to be throwing them in the bin and having them go to landfill. It's so important that you are composting your jack-o'-lanterns or any other fruits or vegetables that you use for decoration this time of year because we all know what happens when you don't compost fruits and veggies. They produce methane when they're combined with those non-compostable items that go into the landfill, and we don't want that to happen. So always, always, always compost your jack-o'-lantern. But... Something else that you can do, and I found this and I thought it was really clever, is save up your dryer lint for this month and then create fake cobwebs out of the dryer lint. You can use a little bit of cotton to sort of string it up and create the kind of cobwebs out of that. But it's such an interesting way to reuse something that's just sitting around in your home. I know that we end up with a bit of dryer lint because, yes, we do have a dryer. We can't dry our stuff on a line because we live in an apartment. So, yeah, I think that's a really clever one. But the one that I was most excited about within the decorations um, category was ways to use as much of the fruit and the the flesh and the guts from your jack-o'-lantern as possible. So I actually made a jack-o'-lantern this past weekend. I carved a jack-o'-lantern, which was my first time that I've gotten to do that. And it was so much fun. I know that it's not a very common tradition here in Australia, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was heaps of fun. I've always wanted to do it and I finally got to do it. The thing about those carving pumpkins that we use for jack-o'-lanterns is that they are bred a specific way to have a certain size and shape. And they're not bred for the actual flesh of the pumpkin, which means that, you know, the flavor is not as strong as other pumpkins. They're not as fleshy, so you can't get as much out of them to use. But there actually is quite a lot that you can get out of them. I sat there and carved one and what you do when you're trying to save as much from as possible is get two bowls, put your guts in one bowl and all of your seeds will usually be in there as well. And then once you've got all the guts out and you start scraping down the sides, scrape off as much flesh as possible from the actual sides of the pumpkin and you will get quite a decent bowl. We had probably a medium sized jack-o'-lantern pumpkin And we had this like big cookie bowl full of, I call it a cookie bowl because it's like my cooking bowl and I mostly make cookies, but this big bowl just full of pumpkin flesh, it was heaps. So what you can do with that afterwards is if you pour a little bit of water into the bowl that has the guts and the seeds, that will cause the seeds to float to the top. Then you can collect the pumpkin seeds out of that. And you can toast them up and have them as a snack. And pumpkin seeds are really lovely when you toast them up, put a little bit of salt on them, anything else that you want to add, you know, any flavors. They're really really tasty. And then you can put the guts in the blender or the food processor and blend those up and get pumpkin puree. With all the flesh, because it's a little bit harder, you're going to need to cook that. So I just piled all the flesh on top of each other like it was this massive It was this massive tray and I piled up all of the flesh in that and then roasted the flesh and just turned it a few times so that the stuff on the bottom got to the top. And then I blended that up and combined it with the other pumpkin puree. 
and I made two pumpkin breads which was really really delicious we've been eating them all week and I've still got some leftover pumpkin puree that I could turn into I guess pumpkin pie which is a very popular dessert this time of year or you know even like pumpkin soup but yeah you can definitely make stuff from those and we never think to because we sort of go those jack-o'-lantern pumpkins are not really for eating though but they can be guys and this keeps them from going into the waste and it's a very zero waste thing to do so definitely keep all of that flesh and make yourself up some really tasty pumpkin bread pumpkin pie and I'd love to see what you guys create from it if you do try and do a zero waste jack-o'-lantern this year I'd love to see what bits and pieces you come up with because I really enjoyed doing it and now we've got this really cute jack-o'-lantern in the apartment which is super fun <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, bet you get 20, 20, 20, bet you get 20, 20, bet you get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The next category is parties. And this one goes for any time of year, really. But when you're throwing a party, make sure that you put out real cups, real glasses, real napkins. If you need to, you can borrow for some, from some friends. But don't use any throwaway stuff. There's really no point in that stuff. It's just a matter of convenience and laziness. Put out all the real stuff and just wash it up. Get your friends to bring over a dish, you know, and maybe even a Tupperware container to take food home in. Because that's the other issue with parties is that there's always so much food waste and you don't want to have that. So if you're not going to be able to finish it, you know that your family won't get through that. Send your friends home with a little bit of a, a keep pack, you know, so that they can take some of that deliciousness with them. Use candle lighting. Don't use a lot of fairy lights unless they are solar powered fairy lighting and all the lighting that we put up for this stuff. It's, it uses a lot of energy. It uses a lot of electricity. So think about doing candle lighting if you guys can be trusted or solar fairy lights is, is good too. Um, make up lots of fun little finger foods. You can carve carrot sticks to look like fingers. I've seen like little witch's fingers and their sausage rolls with an almond for the nail. I bet you could veganize that. You can do really cute ones with the where you make it look like a pumpkin, but it's actually a mandarin. And you can stick a little piece of celery in the top for the stalk. Or you can paint on the face, like the little, you know, jack-o'-lantern face onto the mandarins. So that's really fun as well. But yeah, just think about all those different little bits and pieces that you can do for your party that are a low waste option and it can extend into your food and your snacks as well. 
My next category is costumes. Now, there is a whole episode on Thrifty Halloween. That was last week's episode. You can go and check that one out. But in general, keep in mind that costumes is a really big cause of waste this time of year. And that's because so many of the costumes are single wear and they're just not very good for the environment. They're often not made very ethically either. So I would really, I would really highly recommend that you don't go out and buy a single use costume. It's really bad for the world and it's just not a good thing to do. Have a look in your wardrobe, shop your own wardrobe, you know, swap costumes with a friend, maybe rent a costume. Think about doing a makeup costume. So find a fantasy character that you'd like to try and paint onto your face and do that whole kind of vibe. Yeah, or think about borrowing stuff from friends and doing the easiest, most zero waste kind of costumes you can do. There are so many things that put together make a bit of a character costume that we don't really think about. We've probably got sitting in our wardrobe. So definitely have a look at some of the things you can find online with tutorials for cheap, easy, quick costumes, for thrifted costumes, for throwing together costumes. And think about doing something like that. If you want to get creative, definitely head towards the makeup section and look at what you've already got. I actually did a zero waste, totally thrifted and no buy Halloween costume this year for a video that's coming out on Halloween. It was a collaboration between me and Sean Philip Naylor from Excuse Me, I Have Something to Say, another fantastic podcast on which I have guested before and I am guesting again. And in fact, I will have guested by the time this episode goes out. So go and check that episode out. That one is on the history of Halloween. And we talk about how the origins of that whole holiday started, how they came over to America and the various different sources that we've picked up these different traditions from. So that was really interesting to research and I thoroughly enjoyed it. But we did a collaboration where we did a video as well for that one and I needed a costume. So I had a stripy t-shirt, a pair of overalls, and I've got short red hair. So I was like, well, that looks like a Chucky costume to me. And I threw that one together and just using eyeshadow, red lipstick and black eyeliner, I gave myself the Chucky makeup and it turned out really well. So you'll be able to see the video up on uh, both of our YouTube accounts. There's a link in this episode to go and check out the YouTube account. And that video will come live on the 31st of October for Halloween. So go check it out there or head over to, excuse me, I have something to say, listen to the episode there and check out the link from there. But yeah, you can do a really interesting and clever costume just using makeup that you have, you can create these characters, you can paint on these faces and you can even go in more kind of fantasy directions with a little bit of face paint as well or vegetable paint. So I definitely think it's worth getting creative this time of year. I mean, that's half the fun of this holiday in my opinion. So that is my suggestion for costumes. And my last category here is for trick-or-treaters. So we covered all of the accidentally vegan candies in that first episode. You can find that one here as well. And that one was called uh, Vegan Halloween. So all of the accidentally vegan candies are listed in there. But this is specifically for people looking to be more zero waste um, with what they give to trick-or-treaters. 
you've got a few different options. One of the frustrating things about Halloween is that it does need to be individually wrapped, you know, food for the trick-or-treaters and treats for them. Because in this day and age, and with everything that's happened this year, it's not appropriate to give out handmade treats. I wish it were, but it's just not the world that we live in anymore. Definitely, if you're having a party at your place, you can do homemade treats. If you're having a whole bunch of kids over for a Halloween event at your house, and they all know and trust you and your family, that's going to be fine. But for rando kids walking up to your house in their little costumes... Yeah, you're going to have to give them pre-packaged treats. So here are my suggestions for the most zero-waste options out there. You can do foil-wrapped candies or chocolates. Now, foil-wrapped candies and chocolates can sometimes be bought in bulk from your bulk buy store, like health food stores and stuff. And the great thing about foil is that when it's washed, if you crunch, um, if you wash and dry foil and you crunch a whole bunch of it together until it's about a two-inch piece, that's big enough to be recycled and you can recycle that foil. So it's wonderful to know that we can do individually wrapped treats for trick-or-treaters that are not going to harm the environment where we can actually recycle what we're giving them. That's an amazing thing to do. Another thing I want to note here with the trick-or-treaters is it's super duper helpful if you can have a section or an area where you can set up a few different recycling and waste bins for your trick-or-treaters if you can set up one for soft plastics one for recycling and then one for regular rubbish and then if they have any treats when they are at your house while they're trick-or-treating you can direct them where to put those or you can even send them away with the candies with just a little um, information sheet about how to properly recycle different types of plastics and how to properly recycle different trick-or-treat um yeah, wrappers that they might get because it's super helpful to know and I think a lot of parents would appreciate that as well. I think it's something we should all be more aware of. I wish there was more kind of public campaigning done around this time about that sort of stuff. But yeah, your foil-wrapped candies, they're a great option because you can often bulk buy and they are in theory going to be something that can be recycled assuming that the kids' parents make that effort. Cardboard box candies are also another great one because cardboard can obviously be recycled and most parents know that as well. And it's just great to know that you could be handing something out that it doesn't have any single-use plastic. The next one I was going to suggest would be with your mandarins and fruits, you can paint little jack-o'-lantern faces on them, like on the mandarin, and then they'll peel that and it's individually wrapped and it's a piece of fruit. Now, no trick-or-treat is going to be happy to get that, so be prepared for a possible egging, but just, you know, it's a suggestion, and I think it's cute, so I would do that and probably end up egged, but I don't really care. <laughs> My next couple were erasers and pencils, which kids often don't like either, but temporary tattoos is another good option, and temporary tattoos are often made with vegetable dye, and there's only a little bit of plastic on the actual tattoo thing that they peel off. And then the paper dissolves anyway. So that's a great option. It's more zero waste than a lot of the treats that you could give out. And my last one is cans of soda. So if you give out cans of soft drink or soda, then that can definitely be recycled. All parents know how to recycle that as well. And aluminium foil is one of the most recyclable of all of the different types of metals that we package food into. So that one's a really good one to give out to. 
So that was my collection of suggestions for a low-waste Halloween. I hope that you guys enjoyed this week's episode and the third episode in our spooky special Halloween-themed series. I'm really looking forward to next week's episode. It's going to be amazing. It's coming out on Halloween. I'm so excited. We have this fantastic guest. I'm so excited to talk to her. Um, It's going to be a really great episode. I just want to say thank you to everyone who's been listening for the past 31 weeks. You guys are amazing. Thank you to anyone who's even just joined us. I'm excited that you made it through to the end of this one with my rambling. And we're just psyched to have you here. So if you have a topic or if a question that you would like answered, remember you can hit us up on Facebook or Instagram. We are Make Tain Trace of Soy on both those accounts. We also have the Facebook group that's Plant Based and Zero Waste Australia. If you are enjoying the podcast, I'd love for you to leave a little rating or a review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. And that is everything for this week. We'll catch you in a week.